What could you do if your data was working for you and not against you? With Bloomberg delivering enterprise data directly to your systems, you get easy access to the details you want, optimized for higher level analysis, and financial data experts committed to helping you maximize your every move. Our data is made for more, so you can show the world what you're made of. Visit Bloomberg.com slash enterprise data to learn more. Hello and welcome to the Bloomberg Business of Sports podcast. We explore some of the big old money issues in the world of sports. I'm Michael Barr. I'm Scarlett Fu. And I'm Damien Sassauer. And we are going to talk about, it looks like, the A's are going to leave Oakland. It's almost like a done deal. But uh, hopefully uh, to fill its shoes, big shoes to fill, we can be talking about a soccer club. And uh, Oakland's soccer team is proposing a new stadium after the A's walk away. And with us to talk about that is Bloomberg News Editor for the Deals team, Michael Haifa, on the story. Uh, and you wrote it. First of all, Michael, thank you so much for joining us on the Bloomberg Business of Sports. Pleasure to be here. I'm happy to talk about it. Yeah, so first of all, it's, I mean, it, poor Oakland. I mean, they they lose the Raiders. They're about to lose the A's. Uh, but at least a soccer team is coming up. I, I'm just curious. Let me start by first of all asking, why couldn't they just play at the old Oakland Coliseum? Uh, that's a good question. Um, the Oakland Coliseum was one of the last of the multi-purpose stadiums. One could argue it was one of the best ones. And it's actually not a bad place to see a game. Um, then as part of Oakland's, um, should we say, problematic sports history, when the Raiders came back to town in the 90s, it included this plan to basically fill in what was a beautiful view of the hills through the outfield with a giant um, you know, 300-foot or so extension of the stadium for the Raiders. And just it, it's just not a great place to see a game anymore. And um, it's just old. It's it's one of the oldest parks in the you know in, in any sort of major league sport. So, so, Michael, I just have to chime in here. Um, and sorry, you know, poor Oakland. I mean, that's Michael Barr's um, comment, not mine. I mean, maybe Reggie Jackson and Dave Stewart would agree, but I mean, let's just talk about the Oakland A's right now. They are four and eighteen. Sure. I mean, they are on pace for twenty nine wins this season. That is historically inept. Historically, I mean, truthfully, Michael, the only team that even comes close to that is the Detroit Tigers with their forty three wins. Oh, so, oh, so look, I mean, my 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 only question here, Michael, is who really cares? I mean, who cares with a team like this? There's Okay, to, to, to your point, if you look at the A's current win-loss percentage rate, it's, it's, it's worse than most of the batting averages in the majors. I think it's like, you know, 182 or something, right? So, um, yeah, there is a core group of fans. There, there are those in the Bay Area. Keep in mind, you've got the Giants on one side of the Bay and the A's on the other. There's always been this American League, National League, sort of personality difference while you're here, and also those who like the, the Giants with their more national attention, drawing base, right? And those who like the A's, there was always a fan base. It was always a little bit less reliable than the Giants and certainly smaller. Um, but, you know, there were real advantages to it. You could go to an A's game um, and, and get, you know, a, a good seat, plus a hot dog and a free soda for the cost of parking at the Giants, right? So it, it had more of a family atmosphere in some ways and was more affordable. Um, and don't forget, the A's had some good years here. I mean, 
they they won the Thank World you, Billy Series Billy. three yeah. years in a <laughs> row. I, I mean, Michael, I'm just pulling your chain, you know? I mean, we'd love to see the ACL. the Blues open. rolling over in his grave. I was just using that as an excuse <laughs> oh, to bash the go. 2003 Detroit <laughs> Tigers, to be me. truthful, Michael. But, I mean, let's just be clear, right? I mean, I mean, Oakland's now lost the Warriors, the Raiders, and, and the A's. I mean, whose fault really is this? Is this city officials? Is this the teams? Is this the league and the way that, you know, sports is evolving? I mean, I mean, is it the fans? I mean, who's to really blame here? Okay. We're, we're, we're going to venture into opinion here. That's okay. Um, sure. You know, one, one there, there's a long history of the city itself not being able to deliver what, what the teams needed and wanted, right? There's also just the, the, the geography of it and the economics. Um, it, you know, thinking back, it's like what other market recently has had two NFL teams, two Major League Baseball teams, um, and an NHL team as well, don't forget, in the southern the Bay Area, right? And so the entire Bay Area, plus an NBA team, and New York, mm-hmm. right? That's it. So it, it was perhaps an oversaturated market to a certain degree. Um, there is this long history of, of, you know, of trying to accommodate the teams. As I mentioned, the, the issue of bringing the Raiders back, in a sense, made the stadium a worse place for the A's. Um, the efforts to build a new stadium are also sort of confronting the the, the, just the reality that there's not a whole lot of extra land that's vacant, like say in a place like Las Vegas, where you have more open space and sort of larger tracts of land. The effort to build a, a new waterfront stadium had gone on for you know ten years, and and it just they ended up with a. A plan for one billion stadium, but more importantly, a, a twelve billion dollar development complex that included, um, you know, thousands of residential units and millions of square feet of office space, um, but would also require about six hundred million dollars in, in offsite improvements that were to be funded by taxpayers, and and the city just came up short on being able to supply all of that money. They got about halfway there. Okay, so. There's a long, complex, um, not great history for the sports teams in Oakland, in the East Bay. Now you have the Oakland Roots and Soul Sports Club looking to build a stadium next to the Oakland Coliseum. Uh, they want to build a complex for their fan base. How big is their fan base, and what's the likelihood that any of this will get done, given the long history you just told us about and the fact that the city has not been able to execute on any of the previous attempts to build new venues? I think the the taxpayer component is an important one. Um, the roots have a a smaller base, of course. They, they get about up to five thousand people out of the game. They're playing right now in a community college stadium. They they have this. They are rooted in Oakland. There's uh, soccer is is an important sport here in the Bay Area, as it is in other locales, and, and increasingly so. They. They get their fans out. It's a regular base. It's it's kind of the, the what's what's left for Oakland now in terms of sports. If the majors are all gone, and, and I think there is a, a relocalization of of the sports allegiances perhaps going on with that one. Mm-hmm. And what they're proposing is is a stadium which would technically be sort of an interim stadium, right? That's something you could actually take down, but it would still look like a quote unquote permanent stadium. Like a modular stadium. 10, right, exactly. It would have about 10,000 seats. 
they're proposing to build it without, you know, a lot of taxpayer money involved or anything. So that that's one big component there. What they want is a lease on a site that's uh, publicly owned next to the Coliseum complex now. So, Michael, I mean, for, and for our audience, we should clarify the, the, the Oakland Soul is basically the USLW pre-professional team, right? And so that began playing in May 2022. Um, it's pre-professional. Right. It's not the NWSL, but to that point, if I'm not mistaken, the NWSL does have a team coming to the Bay Area in the not-too-distant oh, future. Yes. Cheryl Sandberg, I've right. heard, is, is, is behind it. Sixth Street, you know, Alan Waxman. So talk to us about how this will impact that. Okay, this is um, this is going to be interesting. The um, keep mind, it's the Oakland Roots is the men's team. The Oakland Soul is the the new women's team for the Roots Soccer Club, right? So um, a couple of weeks ago, among those names, Cheryl Sandberg is a sponsor in Sixth Street, but also uh, Randy Chastain, Allie Wagner, some some true sports legends um, globally, not just in the Bay Area, are behind this creation of a new team it's it was not certain where they would play at this point most likely they'll be paired with the san jose earthquake uh, a few miles south of oakland um the earthquake has a new stadium right right in san jose and um that would be the betting the best bet as to where they'll probably end up playing got it i i think there's probably enough room for for multiple soccer teams at that level in this in the Bay Area myself. I cannot understand why Oakland in the Bay Area cannot hold a major pro sports team. And if you think about it, two of the teams shoot out, yeah, we're going to go to Las Vegas. Yeah, but it's a desert. Yeah, but we're going to go to Las Vegas. Yeah, but it's a desert. It's hot. It's hot in Las Vegas. And, and Oakland has, has nice views. I don't understand why Oakland cannot have more teams. At least uh, the soccer teams are hopefully picking up on the idea. But I don't get it. I don't get why Oakland can't hold a team. It's a very good question. The, the appeal of Las Vegas um, compared to Oakland for the A's does seem a bit more problematic than for the Raiders. For the NFL, you have a very limited number of home games. You have a in the case of the Raiders especially, they had somewhat of a national following, right? Mm-hmm. So you'll get people who will make a long weekend of it and go to the game, go to the casinos, do whatever else that happens in Las Vegas. And I don't see that sort of happening for the A's myself. There'll be people who are there and might say one of, you know, 81 home games to go down and see a game on occasion. Um the A's president, um, Dave Cavill, says that like the they're looking at about 400,000 people, sort of extra tourists coming to Las Vegas because of the A's. Whether that's enough to sustain the team and, and appeal to the city, that remains to be seen. And yet, Michael, I just and, have that, to... and that's about half of what the Raiders are, are seen as, as attractive. Let me just point out also that uh, Mark Davis, the owner of the Raiders, if I'm not mistaken, has just come oh, on the yeah. record as opposing the, yeah. the A's leaving Oakland, right? All this, the drama. All the drama. I wonder oh. what's behind that, right? Oh, KK, can I do a long quote? I just happen to have this one here. <laughs> Pull it up. Um, he was quoted as saying, I won't forget what they did to us in Oakland. They squatted on a lease for 10 years and made it impossible for us to build on that stadium. 
Um, this is to the, the Review Journal in Las Vegas. For wow. them to leave Oakland without anything is pretty, and there's a parenthetical screwed up, Davis said, because that site, that stadium was on a good site. Amazing. Um, Welcome to Las Vegas. Uh, that's, that's pretty rich. <laughs> <laughs> Success is more than the final destination. It's a path you take one step at a time. It's discipline. It's teamwork. And it's the drive and passion inside of us that comes before all recognition. It's what Stiefel's been doing for over 130 years. Quietly, yet strategically, Stiefel's become one of the fastest-growing wealth management and investment banking firms in the country. Our financial advisors go beyond traditional wealth management to provide clients with direct access to one of the industry's largest equity research franchises and a leading middle market investment bank because success is the drive it takes to keep climbing, the passion to keep investing, the best of each of us made better by the best in all of us. And that is where success meets success. Start your journey at Stiefel.com. That's S-T-I-F-E-L.com. Stiefel Nicholas and Company Incorporated, member SIPC and NYSE. What could you do if your data was working for you and not against you? With Bloomberg delivering enterprise data directly to your systems, you get easy access to the details you want, optimized for higher level analysis, and financial data experts committed to helping you maximize your every move. Our data is made for more, so you can show the world what you're made of. Visit Bloomberg.com slash enterprise data to learn more. I guess, I mean, I, I, I go back to what Michael Barr was saying. It, it feels like the city of Oakland bears some responsibility here in terms of not being able to make a case for why a team would want to stay in the city. Um, and I think about what happened between the A's and the city we had spoken with the A's president, Dave Caval, and they there was a lot of talk about all this work being done to look at land sites and surveying. And ultimately, why did a deal between the city and the A's not come to fruition when there was so much work being done on it? Or is it as the mayor alleges that the A's never had any intention of staying in Oakland and were just using the process as a way to leverage uh, a better deal out of Vegas? Not having been inside the room on the negotiations, who knows exactly how mm -hmm. Oakland's situation was mentioned in Las Vegas. Um, certainly, it became the A's were looking at Vegas with as their main focus, and that the the waterfront stadium in in Oakland was was fading from from their focus rather quickly. Um, what surprised me and, and most was that the, the mayor, um, Sheng Tao, was on. She didn't mince words. No. Right? Um, she didn't leave open this sort of like, hey, we can have this diplomatic language that will be mad at each other now, but come together later and it won't look so ridiculous. Um, she said, you know, they use leverage that's disrespectful to the residents and the fans, and we're done. Um, the A's, from their perspective, spent about $100 million, they say looking at the waterfront stadium, planning for it, mm -hmm. and, and working to it, fighting lawsuits over it. Um, I, I think that the, the waterfront idea, and for those who don't know Oakland, um, the waterfront is mostly the port of Oakland. Mm -hmm. So there's a, a sort of a, a recreational area of sorts, a nightlife place called Jack London Square. The ballpark would have been on one side of it with the port on the other. And 
the economics of that were pretty tough. You had a, a lot of industrial uses. Um, the A's wanted to make it essentially a, a, a residential and office place um, next to a metal scrapyard. And, and that creates a lot of issues. And the, the, the port itself, from, from Oakland's standpoint, um, I, I think anybody looking at it with a, with a dry eye would say, well, it's a lot better to have the Port of Oakland fully operating for Oakland than it would be to have the Oakland days in terms mm-hmm. of economic benefit. Mm-hmm. I want to give a shout-out back to the, the Oakland soccer team, especially the Oakland Roots and the Soul, because one of the investors, and we did not mention him, oh, uh, yeah. we got Marshawn Lynch, man. <laughs> he is huge. Heard of him. I love him. <laughs> uh, uh, he, a lot of people do. Yeah, I, and, I mean, and, you know, keep in mind he's he's not just anybody in Oakland either. He's somebody who, who you know, the evil empire became famous at <laughs> Oakland Tech High School, um, yeah. which is you know, homegrown boy, important place. Yeah, I went to Cal. Um, yeah, he we played for this city up north called Seattle for a little while, <laughs> but, but you know, came back and played for the Raiders. So he's, he is somebody who is a important local hero. He played for Oakland Tech, became, you know, locally famous there, went on to play for Cal. As I mentioned, went up to a place called Seattle, played for a few years <laughs> in the NFL, but came back and played for the Raiders. And, um, he's somebody who is, you know, he came home to Oakland. He brought all kinds of interest and, and investment with him. So he's behind. He's one of the investors behind the roots. There's also a group of local founders, of course, with the organization, and um, they they have a good shot at at keeping going. I think. I I know we're starting to run out of time, but I I, I always think of Marshawn Lynch in probably the best news conference ever during the Super Bowl. He he comes in and, you know, it's one of those things where the players mandatory, they got to sit down and talk. Anybody's not familiar with the story. And he sits down and he says, don't even ask me any questions. I'm just going to sit here and stare oh, yeah. for the two minutes, man. Um, yeah, you know, he will never be accused of not speaking his mind. <laughs> <laughs> or not not speaking his mind. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Thank you. Michael Haitha with our own Bloomberg, Bloomberg News Editor for the Deals team. Thank you so much for joining us on the Bloomberg Business of Sports. Thank you very much. This has been the Bloomberg Business of Sports podcast. We explore some of the big money issues in the world of sports. I'm Michael Barr. You can follow me on Twitter at Big Bar Sports. And I'm on Twitter at Scarlet Foo. And I'm on Twitter at Deep Sass Hour. And Michael, I know you have a Twitter handle. What is that? It's at Mike Haitha. M-I-K-E-H-Y-T-H-A. Yeah, yeah. And by the way, you can download our podcast every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday and download the show wherever you get your podcast. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.